Welcome to the Gifted to Give podcast. I am Brother Gian. If you're new to podcasting, you're in the right place. I can't wait to share to all of you how wonderful God is as we celebrate the 500 years of Christianity in the Philippines. Good day, listeners. We have once again Monsignor Achilles Dakai as he will preach and teach to us the good news of the gospel for this Sunday, November 14, 2021. We have a great number of listeners, downloads, and interactions. We at Gifted to Give Podcast would like to thank everyone for their support. We are blessed to have our sponsor for our podcast, Podmetrics. Thank you so much, Podmetrics, for the support, and I urge everyone to support them as well. Stay tuned at the end of the podcast for more surprises. And now, without further ado, please join us in welcoming Monsignor Achilles Dakai. Before the end of the liturgical year, cycle B, next Sunday, and that's what we are trying to study now, the Gospel of our Lord according to St. Mark, chapter 13, 24 to 32. Now, as I hope you have grown accustomed to our way of studying the Gospel assigned for next Sunday, the 33rd Sunday in ordinary time, I repeat, the second to the last Sunday of the liturgical year. As I have said, you already know that we are not content with studying just St. Mark. We also would like to study together the A gospel, the cycle A gospel according to Matthew, as well as the cycle C gospel according to St. Luke. So this is it. Since the calendar year or the liturgical year of our church is coming to an end, it's no wonder that the gospels assigned to be proclaimed this coming Sunday will be all about the end of the world, about judgment, about second coming, about all these so-called last things. And so, before anything else, let us pray. Almighty Father, send your Holy Spirit upon us that we may read with faith your word and reflect on it with uh, hope and uh, realize it with love, following your only begotten Son, from whom we find uh, fulfillment, freedom, and the future with you forever. In the name of the Father, Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so now we open our Bibles and we read silently as we listen 
to the reading of Mark chapter 13, 24 to 32 by our dear friend, Chilean. Jesus said to his disciples, In those days after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling from the sky and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory and then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds from the end of the earth to the end of the sky. Learn a lesson from the fig tree. When its branch becomes tender and sprouts leaves, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see these things happening, know that He is near, at the gates. Amen, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But of that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Thank you very much, Sister Tillian. Precisely because no one knows neither you nor I about the day of the second coming or the end of the world nor the hour of our final going since no one knows don't let us talk about it the usual and the traditional homily I'm sure next Sunday they will deal with those last things. But I have found a more joyful point of convergence among the three Gospels that can make us more happy and not scared about what will happen. After all, we can be sure that the end of the world to coincide with the second coming is very far away from us. Even our death, the hour of our death. So don't let us, I repeat, deal with those last things. Let us rather concentrate on a point driven home not only by Mark, but also by Matthew, as well as by St. Luke. And what is that point? In St. Mark's Gospel just read, we are told that angels will be sent to the four corners of the world to gather God's chosen people and this is nice in other words while the world will be destroyed there will be people whom God has chosen to live let us precisely discuss this point 
There are people whom God has chosen to let us be born into this world and to live. In other words, those of us who are now living have been chosen by God to be born and live in this world. What I mean is, each one of us could have been twin to a brother or to a sister, but they are not born. We are born. So we have been chosen by God to be born and to live in this world. But then he has chosen to let us live in this world with a purpose. No child is born unwanted. Every child is born wanted, dead or alive, whatever the face, the figure or the figures. We are here to live a purpose-driven life. So we ask, if we do not know the day and the hour of the second coming nor of our final going, what do we know? What are we supposed to know now, here and there? How are we expected to be and to do now? As chosen people, we are really privileged to be alive now and here. What then are we supposed to be and to do? We are all created by God. Out of nothing, God has created our souls which give us life. But these souls God gives through our parents. Our parents are the transmitters of life the author of which is God. So God creates souls that give life to our bodies. The bodies are made by our parents. So that is it. God creates, but the parents transmit life from God to us. The purpose is varied and diverse. God has created us with a variety and a diversity of time, talent, and treasure. A variety and diversity of beauty, brains, and brawn. A diversity and variety of face, figure, and figures, a variety of states of life and lifestyles. That is the fact. We are, therefore, differently gifted by God. How are we, then, 
living a purpose-driven life. How are we to accomplish the mission that each one of us has received? How are we to perform the ministry that each one of us are given, is given? How are we to deliver the message that is handed down to us? Speaking of message to deliver, there is one short poem that I memorized a long time ago. It says, You are writing a gospel, a chapter each day, by the deeds that you do and by the words that you say. Men will read what you write now, today. What is the gospel according to you? So that's the message we deliver also by the deeds and the words we do and say. So now we ask ourselves, if God has chosen to create us, He has chosen to create us individually, tinagsay. Not only individually, but intentionally, tinuyo with a purpose. And not only that, He has created us in trust to others. He has entrusted us to family, church, school, and government. The question, therefore, how are we to live this purpose-driven life? One answer we find in the cycle A gospel according to St. Matthew. St. Matthew has recorded a gospel of our Lord about three servants. The three servants were entrusted by their master with some amounts of money, not equal, five, three, or one. And then the master went away on a journey. And what happened? To the servants, the two of them made good the one who had been given five, he made another five. And the one who was given two, who was given two, he made another two. By the third, we don't learn anything. We therefore focus our reflection on the two. What did the two servants do? They, in the absence of the master who has gone out on a journey, in the absence of the master without being supervised or supervised, they made good. How? They became very good and faithful servants. 
That's what they heard when the master came back and praised the two of them. You were very good and faithful servants. How then? How was their service good? This is a good question to ask. Without being supervised by the master on their own free will, they made good. Service is good. Now we know this. Service is good when it is given without risk expecting a return. Service, I repeat, is given when nothing is received in return. I told you this before, that this is what I learned from the world of tennis. It has been said that life is like a game of tennis. In tennis, he who serves well seldom loses and who, who serves well in tennis he who serves an ace A-C-E and who serves an ace one who does not risk expect a return that is a good service to give service without expecting a return I told you this, that I first heard the Tagalog version of this before. Ang kakaibigan, ang pagkakaibigan ay ang pagbibigay na hindi naghihintay ng anumang kapalit. Huh? But then, to serve without expecting a return, that's a good service. What is a faithful service? When you render a service to whoever you know very well and you love much. You serve someone if you know him or her well and you love him that much. And that's what we are now also trying to learn. If we want to be responsible for what we have been gifted with then let us try to serve God Jesus Christ the church and with each other but service that is good and uh, faithful service they say is the rent you pay for this space you occupy. Service. Aside from service, we go to St. Luke and we find another point, but actually it's the same point driven home by Matthew. We hear Jesus say in the gospel according to St. Luke that at the end of the world at the second coming be careful he said 
by your perseverance you shall save yourselves by your perseverance you shall make secure your lives what then is perseverance in good and faithful service perseverance is what saint paul has meant when he said i rise whenever i fall i get up whenever i stumble perseverance perseverance therefore does not mean that we shall always be without sin that we shall be saved from all distress no perseverance is i repeat when you fall rise when you stumble get up perseverance is when you are prompt to come and prepared to go perseverance is patient endurance of whatever pains there are in life perseverance in good and faithful service it's what we need nowadays now that we are awaiting the day of the second coming or the hour of our final going whichever comes first this is nothing to be scared of instead we should be happy that we are told how to be good not only for oneself but for others but also how to do good to ourselves and to others in the in the meantime and this is not easy to do i know that's why week after week sunday after sunday we go to mass what do we learn at mass how are we serving god jesus the church at mass how good is our service how faithful is our service and how do we persevere in that good and faithful service these are the points where the three of them converge they meet here cycle a cycle b and cycle c gospels therefore precisely give us a good message a good lesson for us to learn now at home and at work service i repeat is what we render to God to Jesus and to the church as well as to the family the church the school and the government since we have been entrusted to these four agencies we should count on them 
because without them it's difficult even impossible for us to live a purpose-driven life we are born individually but saint but pope francis has already warned us we must avoid individualism we are born individually but we must live in the community of family church school and government we are born individually and intentionally so therefore we should pray always that God somehow someday will reveal to us what exactly is his will for each one of us this is I repeat a point of convergence between the three of them now on this 33rd Sunday coming and week so that we may pass this end game of the church year with more joy than being scared of how the world will come to an end as long as we do not end with the world we shall live Jesus already has said that I have conquered the world so I want you to bear fruit the more abundantly the better now and this is the fruit we bear now good and faithful service but persevere in it till the end I pause here for I know you have some questions to ask about ourselves as chosen people as created by God with a purpose and now words from our sponsor if you're a current podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon I want to share with you the tool that I use to help me monetize my podcast. It's called Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly to maximize your earning potential. Plus, you can track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. Cashing out is also a breeze. So if you're a podcaster, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the description box of this episode and use the referral code 500YOCCBU so you can monetize your podcast too. Thank you, Podmetrics. And now, back to our podcast. Thank you for not scaring us about the last things. Thank you for not scaring us about the last things, Monsignor. 
may I ask, if God has created each one of our souls, why Sorry, Edgar, are we... Sorry, Edgar, we're mute si ones. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. The question I repeat is this. Ako sa repeat mo, na-mute If God has created all of us, why are we looking different? If God has created us with a purpose, with a mission, a ministry, a message, why are we different? Why are we looking different? Because if we were created directly by God like Adam and Eve, we would all be the same. But since Adam and Eve, God has created souls and lives and transmitted them to our parents. So somehow, the beauty that God has created has lost in transmission. It has lost in transmission. So it is our parents that have transmitted to us the life that God has given us. We are different because precisely our parents may give birth to any of us in San Francisco, California or in San Francisco, Camotes. We may be born in Maria Luisa or in Swatter area. It's the parents that make us different, I would say. If you are asking only why we look different in size, some of us are short and some of us are tall, some of us are small, and some of us are big. This is the answer to the question why we are having a variety of talents, times, and treasures. And we should be thankful. We should be thankful that the face that you have is the only face you have. And no other has the same face. So you should be thankful, beautiful or ugly, you should be thankful of the face you have because it's the only face you have and others don't have it. Another question. I have a follow-up question, Monsignor. God has created us male and female. What can you see about gender change? What do we say about gender change? You know and I know that there has been an attempt to change the gender from boy to girl or from girl to boy. But that is a very medical 
issue, a physiological or psychological issue, which I refrain from answering, therefore, about gender change. But one thing I would like to tell you, God wants us always to improve even our race. That's why we Filipinos get married with other nationalities to improve our race. Anything that can improve and not destroy, anything that can develop and make us progress in life is good. So that is so far what I can say about attempts to change the gender of a person. I know for a fact that there was a guy who wanted to be a woman. But then he or she reported that it has not worked out. He or she could not work it out and so he or she went back to her native natural gender. Another question? Good morning, Monsignor. Good morning. I hope this question and your answer won't get you in trouble. Why are there gays? Why are there gays? Okay. I'd be careful with my answer because I already got into trouble when I answered one such question some years ago. Even St. Paul, even St. Paul, in his letter to the Catholics or the Christians in Rome, chapter 1, has already spoken about this issue. Why are there gays? Why are there homosexuals? Psychology has somehow helped us answer that question. We are told that the word sex, S-E-X, actually is derived from the Latin word sectare. Sectare means division. So the first meaning of sex is the humanity is divided into male and female. Secondly, sectare means not only division but difference. When you divide a cake, each part is a cake. But to when you divide humanity into male and female, male is different from female in many ways, physically, psychologically, physiologically different. 
And thirdly, sex is not only division, not only difference, but drive. The male is driven to the female. They have mutual attraction. That's the natural way. So division, difference, and drive. But then St. Paul says, there are men driven to fellow men, and there are women driven to fellow women. And he does, does not call them names. So since then, there have been such people we call gays, we call homosexuals. The church has already laid down the principle. We just have to accept them and treat them with understanding, with sympathy for their difficulties in life when they make it, define it difficult to fit into society for one reason or another. But the fact is that God created Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Thank you again for the continuing inputs in our journey and preparation to our joining the Lord. Man is body, soul, and spirit. Please guide us more on how to persevere for holiness with the convergence of our body, soul, and spirit. Thank you. We are here on this earth to live so that our body may last long joined to the soul so that the soul won't separate from the body. We have to keep body and soul together. But the soul is what we save, what we save from sin and from distress. The body is what we respect as temple of the Holy Spirit. So we cremate the body, we bury the body, etc. And God, if our souls have been privileged to fall asleep or to die in God's mercy, at the end of the world, God will create out of nothing or out of the ashes of the bodies into which our bodies have returned. Will God create a new glorified body so that at the end of the world, the bodies created by God, new and glorified, joined to the souls in heaven, they become the persons that God created individually. So, I repeat from last Sunday, we learned that there are no marriages in heaven. There are no husbands and wives. There are only persons who fall in love with the Creator, and in the Creator we see all other creatures. But there will be no such thing as man and woman married to one another. 
in heaven. That is true. In other words, marriage is only good here on earth. We should make the most of it so that at the end of our lives we present ourselves to St. Peter, get off our marriage, our vocation, and be present as body and soul, as a person that God intended us to be. You have not asked it, I might as well ask it for you. Monsignor, what do you say about same-sex marriage? I will answer it. The church refrains from calling that companionship, that union between two men or two women as marriage. The church calls them unions, companies, but not marriage because marriage has a final end, has ends which are inseparable among them, children. Companionship is just one of the finalities of marriage. So, men and men may live together. Women and women may live together. And when Pope Francis was asked, what do you say about the gay? He said, and this has been internationally discussed, Pope Francis said, who am I to judge? Who am I to judge that the two of them are making, are committing sins? I do not know. Because I can hope that the two of them may be living together as brother, as two brothers, as two friends. The same with two sisters, two women. But do not condemn them. Sympathize with them. But what they do, we may not know what actually they are doing. That's why Pope Francis has said, who am I to judge? He is referring to the acts that these men and those women may do among themselves. In the light of persevering as witnesses, Witnesses for Christ, what would you advise the people regarding the current state of our government? Thank you. I know that this is a, a question, an issue, which again, we should be very, very careful in dealing with it. It's true, the church and the state are each autonomous institution. But whenever the state performs an action, the church will always find a moral dimension 
to any political action. For example, elections are coming, but political affairs as they are, the church will always come in if it sees some moral dimensions to it. Cheating, killing, boat buying, etc. So you cannot say that the church does not interfere. No, they are not, we are not interfering. We are doing our duty to see to it that the moral dimension or aspect of a political action be also considered. The government now has been shooting to kill without due process. Now this is the issue that we now have to consider. Can we go on allowing our government to shoot anyone to kill without due process of law? We have grown accustomed, I'm afraid, to this way of dealing with drug addicts, with criminals, etc. But we frown on this practice. And those four archbishops who have been accused of subversion because they have stood up to defend the rights of every human being, presumed innocent until proven guilty in due process. They have said, we just have to be patient. We have to wait for the right time to do the right thing the right way. That is our attitude towards this government. We criticize, but critical collaboration, constructive criticism is what we are adopting. What is the church? view on insemination or surrogacy in wanting to have a child by infertile couples. Again, again. What is the church's view on insemination, insemination or surrogacy in wanting to have a child by infertile couples? This has been a question asked. If a couple have no child yet can they have a child by insemination either the husband or the wife I think this has already been settled that sexual intercourse should be between married couples husband and wife so to have insemination by another not the wife, not the husband, is not at all allowed. What should one do, Monsignor, if your son or daughter says he or she has a boyfriend or girlfriend, same sex? We have learned from psychology that homosexuals are born, but some of them 
are born only with homosexual orientation or tendency. May pagka, we say in Cebuano. And sometimes they are developed sa ilang childhood to their adolescence and their adult life. So parents have the duty to see to it that treating them with understanding, they sustain them so that they encounter their difficulties with their help from outside of them. We know that there are families with such children, but don't let us be ashamed of the situation. Let us be honest with ourselves and accept the fact that he or she is a gay. They say that we have more problems with hetero, heterogeneous men and women than homosexuals. That's very true. So that's that. We have said enough and we pause for our final blessing. The Lord be with you. May the Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So bye-bye. Thank you. And see you again next Friday. And now, words from our sponsor. Join Shopee 1111 Big Christmas Sale and get awesome freebies and discounts. And participate in the live selling. Purchasing an item is super easy as you can choose your payment method, track your delivery, and even chat with the seller. Browse to the thousands of Shopee products now and use my affiliate link in the description box below. Wow, that was an amazing talk given by Monsignor Achilles Dakai. We are so grateful for the Lord for sending Monsignor Dakai to share God's Word to all of us. We would like to thank again Monsignor Achilles Dakai and also to our heartfelt gratitude goes to all of you who joined, interacted, and asked a question for Monsignor Dakai. Hear more from Monsignor Dakai again next weekend. This is once again the Gifted to Give podcast for your ears only. I am Brother Gian signing off. Have a blessed Sunday to all, and to God be the glory. You have just listened to the Gifted to Give podcast with your host, Brother Gian, Brother John, and Father Jojo. Catch our next episode. This episode of the Gifted to Give podcast was brought to you by our sponsors. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to our Facebook page at 500 Years of Christianity, Archdiocese of Cebu. If you love the Gifted to Give podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review everywhere you listen to your podcast. Till next time, 